Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me stop. And he's gonna try to try to rap. This song go hard though. Y'all know I had to come back with something. You know what I'm saying? Bryson Taylor, don't sue me, bro. You ain't gonna get no money anyway. Don't make no money on this podcast. It's all for fun. Oh yeah. Whatever Hunt Podcast is back. We rolling. Yeah. Hey. Hey. It's my joint right here. Mm. Alright, alright, enough. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Whatever Hunt Podcast. I am your host, Alan Hunt. Thank you for joining me. I don't care if you're listening to it in the morning, afternoon, evening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I am back. It's been like three or four months, something like that, since I did a podcast. I had a couple people ask me where the podcast, you're going to do the podcast. When is the next one coming? Yes, the podcast is back up and running. It's been on hiatus for just a tad bit because I've been working on some other things. Not saying the podcast was not important. But it was not on the top of my priority list at the moment. What was I working on? You may ask if you happen to give a damn. RSH personal training is officially here. I have finally got my ish together. We good to go. RSH personal training. RSH personal training. Resilience, strength, and health. Online personal training is here if you need it. We also got local personal training where I'm doing what I'm doing, running around like a chicken with my head cut off. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just about this fitness life. I'm about this health life. Um, I'm just trying to make a difference however I can. So RSH Fitness is here. Most people probably say, well, why don't you talk about it more? Why don't you... You know, promote stuff more. I'm I'm just really a low-key dude. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who knows me for real, for real, you know, I just move low-key. I move quietly. I'm not really a big um, braggadocious type dude. You know, I just like do my thing, go home, kick it with my family. That's really all I really care about. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just giving back just a little bit. But off that, off that, like I said, RSH is here. We rolling. So if you need me, you know how to contact me. Whatever hunt, yahoo.com. Whatever hunt at yahoo.com and we can talk. But I'm coming to you from Kansas. I am in Kansas this week for other reasons. I've never been to Kansas. I don't know if I have a desire to go back to come back here yet. This is my first time here. I don't know if it'll be my last. I don't like to really make those like firm concrete statements because you just never know where life may take you but for right now i don't know if i'm coming back you know what i'm saying first of all flying into this place man i'm trying to tell you bruh 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 (sighs) it's rough flying 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 period is rough anyway because i don't really like a whole bunch of people i don't like a lot of people around me straight up 
I can deal with just a few people. I usually only like people that I deal with consistently around me. Anybody else, I just I don't really care for it. I don't care for a whole bunch of small talk. I don't care for just a whole bunch of just people just breathing all over me, all in my personal space. And then, like, I enjoy the window seat, right? And I had this lady sitting in the middle seat, and she wanted the window seat. Now, you're probably saying, well, you know, as a, as a gentleman, you should give up your seat to the lady. And then fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like my window seat, and I'm going to keep my window seat. But she was, like, leaning all in my all in my personal space. You know what I'm saying? Like, all in the, like, trying to look out the window the entire flight, making me uncomfortable. We're already up here for X amount of hours. Like, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. If you want a window seat, you should have one booked your flight early or two pay somebody to switch seats with you you know what i'm saying but don't be all in my all in my personal space i can't stand that you know what i'm saying like straight up and i'm not a big fan of flying anyway i know you got to get to where you got to go so i just deal with it. and it's not because i have a fear of flying like i said i just am not a big fan of of large amounts of people i'm just not i'm just not so, what has been going on in the hip-hop world? Look, straight up, this, this whole podcast tonight is about hip-hop and sports. Sports on the tail end. Straight up and down. It's all about hip-hop. It's all about hip-hop. There's been so much music that has came out since I've been gone that I have to just briefly like discuss it. Did you all see the uh, Chappelle comedy specials on Netflix that he killed, he bodied those. And when he came back, he went over like a whole bunch of stuff that happened over the past few years while he has been doing his own thing. And everybody was saying, well, they were old jokes. But when you take a break and then you come back, you've had a lot of time to really sit back on the sidelines and watch things go on. So you're going to have to let your jokes fly. You know what I'm saying? So I got to talk about Big Sean album. I got to talk about Rick Ross album. I got to talk about Drake's album. I have to talk about Kung Fu Kenny, Kendrick Lamar's album. I have to give a nice nod to David Banner and his album. I got to talk about my man Bryson Tiller who did the intro for us. Appreciate it, Tiller. I gotta I gotta run through these albums, you know what I'm saying? So bear with me. And if you love rap music, like I do, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. And it ain't even because you love rap music. It's because you miss me. I know y'all miss me. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're gonna start out first. Let's start out with Big Sean album. Big Sean album, I think, came out before all of these cats. I'ma go ahead and I'ma go ahead and say something that's probably just gonna just Ruffle or or blow you back if you're really into this into this rap music like I like I am. Out of all of the albums that I just mentioned, I like Big Sean albums the most. He is that's the album that I listen to more than any of the other ones. I like Bounce Back. I like Moves. I like Sacrifice. I like Bigger Than Me. You see how I'm naming songs with no notes now. These are the songs that I genuinely like. And that song, Bigger Than Me, I listen to that almost every single day. That song is a phenomenal record. 
and he did his thing on that. I I believe him when he says what he says, and that type of energy, that's the type of energy that I'm on. You know, I'm not really on no other type of energy. You know, I like some songs where they talk about that rah rah stuff, and you know, it's just entertainment for me. But other than that, man, that's the type of energy that I'm on, and uh, that's my favorite joint off that album. And he just got so many bangers up there. You know, got plenty of bangers. Even the moves joint, I I, I still listen to that. Alright, so I'm giving Big Sean his due, man. To me, he's top tier. What do you think? Big Sean's top tier. Is it this is my this is my list of the current people, right? Cole, Drake, Kendrick, Sean. It's like that it, for me. Cole, Drake, Kendrick, Sean. He's right there. Now I thought Wale would be up there as well, but and and I like Wally's album. I actually do. It has a nice little bop to it. You know, you can really you can rock out to that album. Like, if you got, if you really like in the house chilling, cleaning up or something on a Saturday or a Sunday, and you just need something to bop to, that album got a nice nice bop. You definitely gonna nod your head, and move. But I, I don't know which way Wale's going. D- does that make sense? Like, I don't really know which way he's going right now. I support Wale because I think he's super talented, but I just don't know which direction he wants to go in. I don't know if you want to catch this Caribbean vibe that's going on, or if you want to be the top tier MC like K-Dot, because Kendrick definitely lets you know that all I care about is being the best. And since since I brought up Kendrick, let's talk about Damn. I like Damn. Um, is it, it, it's a little complex and I had, I had to keep re-listening to it and I still listen to it, but there are about five or six songs that I, that I steadily go back to bump. Like I really like those songs and oh, real quick sidebar. I'm in this like fucking hotel room and I AC and the, it just, the unit just keeps coming on. Like it's just, it's just fucking corny. But anyway, there are about five or six songs that I steadily bump. So I feel like that's a win. That that means your album is pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Because if you have five or six songs that somebody bumps, and I think uh, Damn has like 12 or 13 songs on it, that's a pretty good album in my opinion. Um, I love the Duckworth. I like the joint with Rihanna. I mean, of course, I like um, Humble. You know, so... He has some joints up there and he can just rap. And I love DNA. I mean, I know those, I know the last two songs I named were radio hits or radio singles, but that DNA goes super, super hard, super hard. It's my joint. So shout out to Kendrick on that. I like, I like, damn. All right. Second, my second favorite album though, this year is that Ross. I don't know. What happened? I don't know if, if the album dropped and everybody just said, oh, that's Ross just talking that talking that flash shit. And then they just jumped off. But that Ross is dope. That Ross is really, really, really dope. I love it. I can listen to it from start to finish. The only song I might skip over. What's the name of that joint? She on my uh. She on my uh. I think Gucci is on that joint. I ain't gonna say all the words they say. I don't know if little kids or something like be in a car or whatever. 
But uh, that's my that's probably the only joint that I skip. But other than that, I'm listening to that album. That album is dope. Ross did his thing on that. The joint with him and Raphael Sadiq at the beginning, the apple of my eye. Super, super, super inspirational. He bodied it. You know, I love it. I love it. I love it. Drake, that More Life playlist. I like More Life playlist better than um, Views. You know, I ain't like Views at all. I, I I didn't like it. I know it sold a whole bunch of records, but that playlist, I loved it. And that the the best song up there to me is Sacrifice with Thug, cause Young Thug killed his verse, killed it. You know, and Two Chains did his thing up there too. But I really like the uh, Young Thug verse. I go back to that album just to hear that Young Thug verse and Free Smoke. I like Free Smoke. I like how it comes on, and I like the um. I, I can see that Drake is is ahead. You know, if, if does that make sense? Like you, I feel like in whether it be in in business or music, and I know bi- music is a business, is the music business. You have to be one or two steps ahead of what's currently going on. Like if I'm in the studio right now, this second making a song that sounds right now, I'm behind. I need to be ahead. So some of the sound. It may be hard for people to catch up to if you are just like a diehard Drake fan. If you're looking for Take Care Drake or if you're looking for So Far Gone Drake. But the one thing I can appreciate with Drake is that he's not scared to take those chances and he's not scared to push the culture forward just a tad bit. So with him making those songs with a lot of people from the UK, he's just an international artist and you just have to accept it. You know, he gave you Take Care so you just got to take that, you know? So I'm I'm okay with Drake. He gave me Take Care. He gave me So Far Gone. Those are my two favorite albums that I'll deal with. Of, of, of And then also, you know, you got the other joints that he's dropped, even outside of albums. So you just have to just take what you get from Drake at this point and accept the fact that he's 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 out of here. He's He's gone. You know, he might drop some stuff for the street every now and then. But other than that, this guy, he, he's out of here. He's out of here. Now, my last one that I'm going to discuss tonight. My guy, Bryson Tiller. See, I bumped that self-made joint at the beginning of the episode. I rocks with Bryson Tiller. You know what I'm saying? I like Trap Soul. My first time even getting exposed to him was, um, I think I was like running on the treadmill and a advertisement popped up for trap soul as i was like going through a youtube video trying to find some something to listen to so i i, I don't know what record label he's on but i did a good job of, of marketing trap soul later because you know trap soul popped after the album was out you know and don't was bigger than he was at the time but now bryson tiller is bryson tiller we know bryson tiller the name and then the songs follow as opposed to we know the song don't and who is the guy Bryson Tiller, like Bryson Tiller's made a name for himself, but here's the big but with the album True to Self, it piggybacks off Trap Soul to me. The sound is kind of the same, his flow is kind of the same, except for maybe a few songs towards the latter part of of the track list, which is he got about fifty freaking songs on that joint. Maybe should cut it down a little bit, but who the hell am I? You know what I'm saying? But um, I like like the first ten songs. And then, and then that's about it. 
Um, so he went 50-50 to me. He had a 50-50, so that's a good batting average. You went 50-50. You had a good day at work to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, is he on the level, though? Is he up there with Tory Lanez? Is he up there with Party Next Door? Who else? Um, Trey Songz dropped his album. Is he up there with the Trey Songs? And I know, I don't know. I don't know if people are really high on Trey Songs, but his album was great. Great. I really like Trey Songz's album. I just don't think it was marketed well. I know they did the, um, the V, like the, they piggyback off and, and make parodies of like the VH1 shows, like acting as if like Trey Need Love, Trey, does Trey Need Love and, and all that stuff, which is, you know, well, you know, whatever. But I just don't think it was marketed well for him. Like he's a major act. So I don't think that it was marketed uh, well for Trey Songs. But anyway, is Bryson Tiller up that with those people? If I had to rank, let's just, let's just rank, let's just rank them like this. Let's rank the new guys. Let's rank. Bryson Tiller, Party Next Door, and Tory Lanez. For me, I'm taking Tory Lanez one, and I'm going to tell you why. The dude is just, across the board, super talented. This guy can sing in different ways. He can flip his voice in a few different ways. He can hop on anybody's track, you know, and he can kind of change his flow up. And that is really kind of that's kind of telling, you know. You you know he's gonna have a future. And party next door, who I who I think is second. Party next door, man. I don't know, I don't know. You're looking at a superstar writer, and to me, a superstar act right in front of you before he becomes that superstar. You know, I isn't if you don't know. Who Party Next Door is, just go listen to Party Next Door. Go listen to PND one, PND two, and um you'll you'll understand. Cause this, this he he's really talented. And then I got Bryson falling under there. And the only reason why I do is because with this album that just came out, he he played it a little too safe, you know? Played it a little too safe and he probably had pressure from his record label and he, he was talking about some of his management issues and things of that sort on the album. So hopefully everything gets better in the third album. Cause he may have just hit that sophomore slump. And then maybe that third album, he really lights us up with some stuff. Because even think about it, think about my guy J. Cole, which everybody knows like it's one of my favorites. The first studio album, the sideline story album. Very solid. Came kind of piggybacked off his mixtapes. The second album, um, the Born Center album, solid, but I think people were expecting more, right? And then fast forward to the third album, 2014 Forest Hill Drive, knocked it out of the park. That's a classic to me. That is a classic hip hop album. You can listen to the album from start to finish. That that album is still not old. Three years later, it still it still you can still bump that album because it has so many stories that are relatable. And when you make an album that's relatable and it's true to yourself (pun intended), you get a classic. And I think Bryson can can deliver a classic, and he will deliver a classic. So shout out to Bryson Tiller. Oh, let me let me let me bump some more. That's true to self, real quick. Day, nigga, 
song just go hard, y'all. Song go hard. Uh, uh. What? Alright, alright. NBA, let's jump right into the NBA. Let's jump right into the NBA. Yo. Yo, it's over. If you listen to this podcast like tonight or tomorrow, because after I'm done recording, I'm gonna like post it like immediately. It's after game two. And I know the Warriors went up 2-0 last year. And then they blew their 3-1 lead and all that, blah, blah, blah. Who cares about that history right now? They didn't have Kevin Durant. It's over. I think the Cavs are going to get two. And then it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's not even... It, it's fun to watch. But from somebody who just loves basketball, it's not enjoyable to watch. It, it's not, it doesn't have me on the edge of my seat saying what's going to happen next. Who's going to get the ball in the fourth quarter? Are you going to get the ball at the top or the low? I mean, or what, what schemes are y'all going to run? Because blowing a team out and the score is 130 to 90 or something like that is just not enjoyable basketball, you know? It's lopsided. And in my opinion, as, as just watching it, the Cavs in game two, they played – the Warriors as if they were trying to be the Warriors. You have to play as if you are the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you all sprinting up and down the court is not how you all play. Full speed ahead because Golden State, I mean, you fed right into their hands. They were like, oh, yeah, pick up the pace, pick up the pace, pick up the pace. Nah, 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 nah. You can't, you can't do that. You got to slow the game down. Maybe play inside out a little bit. Maybe LeBron, go in on the post a little bit. Get Tristan Thompson a little bit involved. I know he's not the offensive threat, and I know he's there for rebounds, but get him involved. Like, turn it into a half-court game and slow the game down. But if you want to play full speed ahead, then, hey, go right ahead and get blowed off the floor. Because that's really embarrassing. And will it be a hit on LeBron James' legacy and all this? Blah, 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 blah. Who cares, man? LeBron is LeBron is cemented. He's cemented as one of the greats. Regardless of if he loses or wins. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, he got rings. He won. He got the championship. I just enjoy watching the game of basketball at this point in my life. So, who cares if he surpasses Jordan or not. I mean, damn, there's so many other things to to worry about. Like sometimes I think these like sports people, so-called experts, they get too caught up in 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 stuff that don't even matter. And also, oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, Stephen A Smith got that work. Oh, he got that work because um Kevin Durant's mom went on ESPN first take prior to game 2. Oh, and she gave him some of that free smoke. <laughs> Who are you to criticize my boy? You know what I'm saying? Was it weak when you went to another company and teamed up with the big dogs of that company and got your career popping again? Oh, she gave him that free smoke. I ain't had no problems with her saying that. I'm so glad somebody actually said that, though, because these women and men get on TV and talk that. They talk that fly stuff to these guys like they can't be touched. 
And that's the only reason why people talk that talk. Because they feel like they can't be touched. And then they hide behind the fact like, well, this is my job. I'm a journalist. This is what I'm supposed to do. No, motherfucker. Excuse my French. This is what you choose to do. We all choose to do certain things. So if you feel like you need to talk that fly stuff to somebody because you feel like you're supposed to because it's your job. No, no. You choose to talk about these people in a certain way. And I don't like it. These are the top athletes in the world at their respective jobs. Sit back and enjoy the show. I remember. So I think Kevin Durant. No, 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 no. Russell Westbrook. When he told that fan. Sit the F down, chill with your wife, and enjoy the game. That's exactly right. Don't be telling these dudes, these men and women, how they're supposed to do something when you don't even do it. I can't stand that shit. But anyway, that's enough for the night. This was the Whatever Hunt Podcast. I am back. Remember, R-S-H, personal training. Resilience, strength, health. We are here. Let my nigga Bryson Tiller take us out. Which one you